In this bulletin, Victoria's court system hit by a cyber attack, at least five dead after a powerful earthquake shakes central Japan, and in football, Liverpool stunned Newcastle in a 4-2 win. Greetings from the SBS newsroom, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. Victoria's court system has been hit by a cyber attack with hackers accessing weeks of recorded court and tribunal hearings. Court Services Victoria was first made aware of the attack on December the 21st, but it's believed the audio-visual technology network was first compromised on November the 1st. ACSV rather spokeswoman confirmed today that video and audio recordings of some court and tribunal hearings may have been accessed over the seven-week period. The affected network has been isolated and disabled to ensure operations could continue across the courts. A powerful earthquake that hit central Japan on New Year's Day has killed at least five people. As police and local authorities report cases of bodies being pulled from the rubble of collapsed buildings. The quake, with a preliminary magnitude of 7.6, struck in the middle of the afternoon yesterday, destroying buildings, knocking out power to tens of thousands of homes and prompting residents in some coastal areas to flee to higher ground. It also triggered waves about one metre high along Japan's long western seaboard as well as neighbouring South Korea. Daniel Smith, an American resident of Japan, could feel the quake in the town of Toyama. Uh, the first, uh, the, the, it just started very slowly and, and, and everybody kind of left it off. You know, they thought, ah, oh, this is, this is uh, kind of humorous, you know, on New Year's Day. And then it's, then it's just a violent shaking, I mean violent shaking. Army personnel were dispatched to help with rescue operations, while one local airport was shut down after the quake tore open cracks in the runway. A vital shipment of vaccines has arrived in the Gaza Strip, with aid workers now frantically working to protect the estimated 60,000 newborns across the war-torn region at risk of diseases such as polio and measles. The World Health Organisation has also renewed calls for the international community to take urgent steps to alleviate disease risks faced by the 2.3 million Gazans who are experiencing a humanitarian disaster as the Israeli bombardment continues. From the 7th of October to the 17th of December, 135 United Nations relief workers have been killed by the Israeli military in the Gaza Strip, making it the deadliest conflict for UN workers in world history. Gemma Connell from the United Nations Office of the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs told Al Jazeera that despite these risks, humanitarian organisations are attempting to reach dangerous territories in order to provide the vaccines. We have in the last days received several thousand doses of these critically required vaccines, which, as you've highlighted, are so important to the survival of the babies that are being born every single day in Gaza. We have the babies being born here in Rafa, but we also have babies being born in Jabalia, is an area that is essentially besieged and cut off from the outside world. So the health workers, our experts from the United Nations, the health ministry here and everyone else are now working on the planning to get these vaccines to all of the babies who need them. 
Researchers are a step closer to a cure for type 1 diabetes, with the Melbourne Institute finding a way to rewire insulin production in sufferers. For people with type 1 diabetes, their immune system destroys pancreatic cells, so they need to depend on daily insulin injections. But the Baker Heart and Diabetes Institute has found two drugs that can regenerate insulin production in pancreatic cells damaged by the condition. The medications already approved in the US for treatment of rare cancers can return insulin production in as little as 48 hours. Lead researcher Sam L. Oster told Channel 9's Today program that it's a breakthrough treatment, but there are still years of further research and testing to be done before patients can access it. So the therapy is aimed at reducing or and perhaps eliminating round-the-clock insulin injections by That's... regenerating uh, and harnessing patients' own pancreatic cells. So we're now moving into animal uh, studies over the next two to three years. So we're hoping between the next five and ten years we should see uh, a rapid uh, expansion in our uh, research pipeline. Current pharmaceutical options for diabetes treatment control blood glucose levels, but they don't prevent, stop or reverse the destruction of insulin-producing cells. In football, Mohamed Salah will head off to the Africa Cup of Nations on the back of a starring role for Liverpool in a 4-2 win over Newcastle. The win has now given Liverpool a three-point lead at the top of the Premier League ladder, an individual performance from Salah that started with his latest failure from the penalty spot, ended with the Egyptian player scoring Liverpool's first and last goals in a chaotic game in wet and wild conditions. The league now pauses for the FA Cup followed by a winter break lasting much of the rest of January with Liverpool looking the team most likely to stop Manchester City winning an unprecedented fourth straight Premier League title. City a third, five points behind Liverpool and two behind Aston Villa with a game in hand. Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp reflected on the match as seen on Optus Sport. Yeah, but in general it was a sensation game for my team to be honest. Um, we, we started extremely lively into the game and I loved so many aspects of the game besides the goals we conceded but besides that an unbelievable game an unbelievable atmosphere that's the latest from the SBS audio news team remember to check out our suite of podcasts they include SBS news in depth living loss and change agents 